Hi, I'm Holly, your host of the Crush the Rush podcast. I work full-time and run a full-time coaching business. I started my first coaching business when my twins were 18 months old, and I was excited to start something I was passionate about, but overwhelmed with how to make progress in such small pockets of time. The methods of working three to four hours a day in blocks of time didn't work, quite frankly, because I didn't have it. So my mission is to share how you can put together your own side hustle strategy and plan that works for you without giving up your goals and still focusing on your priorities. I can't wait to help you grow your business and more importantly, enjoy that well-deserved time off. Let's get to the show. You are listening to episode 149 of the Crush the Rush podcast. And today we are talking all things launching with Tasha Booth. And this is one of those episodes where you're going to want to rewind and take lots of notes because the checklist that Tasha gives, if you are launching any sort of service or course or whatever it might be, are really amazing. And she just like throws them in. And it's just an amazing bonus for listening to this episode. Tasha is an agency owner, coach and podcaster, and she is the founder and CEO of the Launch Guild, a course launch support and digital marketing implementation agency created to help support established coaches and course creators with course and podcast launches, operations and systems management, and content management and repurposing. Her team is over 30 members strong and works together to support their clients in being able to focus back into their zones of genius. Additionally, she mentors virtual assistants, online business managers, and project managers who are passionate and ready to grow their businesses while living their life on their own terms. She is also the host of the How She Did That podcast, a podcast for virtual support pros to learn business and tech tips. Tasha has been featured in Forbes, Fast Company, and Entrepreneur, and she has appeared as a guest speaker for various summits and podcasts, including Amy Porterfield's Online Marketing Made Easy and Julie Solomon's Influencer Podcast podcast. Tasha is also an Air Force wife to her husband, a stepmom, and a work-from-home dog mom. And in her spare time, she watches true crime TV, sings karaoke, and tends to her organic vegetable garden. And P.S., you're going to want to hear some really fun things that Tasha is up to, aside from launching at the end of this podcast. I can't wait for you guys to listen. Hi, Tasha. Welcome to the Crush the Rush podcast. How are you? I'm so good. Thanks so much for having me. You are so welcome. So I had the honor of speaking with Tasha on a mastermind that I am in. And as soon as I heard her talk, I was like, oh my goodness, we have to bring her on the show because you are such an expert in launching and more importantly, doing it in a way that is not stressful, which we love on this show. So thank you for being here. And I'd love it if you could just take a minute and just tell us a little bit about you and how you got started and all the fun things. Yeah, absolutely. So I am the CEO and founder of the Launch Guild. We are full service launch support. So we've got a team of, I think at this point, it's almost 30 experts um, in all things launches. And I started off as a tech VA and quickly found that like my clients just needed all the things all the time. And so really from a place of like wanting to support them more and also not wanting to have to do all the things myself, like design and copy and everything that they needed, I started the Launch Guild and it kind of just really grew from there because we, um, as we'll talk about, we really believe in doing launches in a way that is supportive to all people, to our clients, to our project managers, to our team, and in a way that's like 
also super fun and as stress-free as possible. I love this. So mm-hmm. I like, I didn't even know what a launch was when I first started my business. And then I went through it the first time and I was like, I hate this. <laughs> I can't do this every month. Yeah. So I'm really excited for you to give us all the details, but I think, you know, people start to stress out when they hear the word launch and mm-hmm. they're like, there's all these lists and things that we have to do and how do we do it right? And what if it's my first one? So I guess, can you just help us understand when you say the word launch, like what mm-hmm. does that mean? And then I'd love to get into how to better prepare for one. Yeah, absolutely. So when I say the word launch, I mean that you are bringing attention to in a really systematic and streamlined way for a short period of time, either a service or a program or course or digital product or something like that. So it's really just a container where you're really being intentional about talking about that service, about having some, maybe some activities, we like to call them sales events, like webinars or a challenge or something around that service to sell more of that service or product or something like that. So yeah, that's a launch in a box. <laughs> yeah. I love, I love that you call it launch in a box. So you're, you're planning on bringing attention to something that you're doing in your business. How can you just start to better prepare at the beginning? Definitely. So I think that the thing that I see, the commonality that I see in our clients that have better outcomes in their launches is when they are talking to their communities and showing up for their communities and their ideal clients way ahead of time. So the sooner that you can do that, the better, because no Nobody likes, you know, we all have that like friend or relative or cousin or uncle who only comes to us when they need money, right? right? Or who only comes to us when they need something. They need somebody to help them, you know, move out of their apartment or paint their walls or whatever. And nobody wants to answer that person's phone, you know, or phone calls. Nobody wants to reply to their texts or emails. So we don't want to be that person. So the more that we can show up with uh, to our community or for our community on kind of our off launch season, the better outcomes your launch is going to have. Uh, so that's that's tip number one. And then the other important thing is really thinking about in terms of reverse engineering kind of the process. So thinking about what are you going to be launching and what are the needs of that person and what's kind of like those first steps or what they have to understand in order to be better prepared for what you're launching. So I like giving this example from one of my own programs. So I have a program called Built to Profit and it's for brand new VAs, right? And when I first launched this, I didn't even think about this the first time I launched launched this, but I launched it like really starting from a place of, oh, everybody knows what a VA is. Like, here's what you can do, you know, that sort of thing. And then I realized that my ideal clients, they're like still understanding the idea of what a virtual assistant is. So the second time I launched it, I spent about four weeks on the front end before the launch really putting out some content in terms of like blog posts and social media and even on my podcast about, you know, what is a virtual assistant? What skills can you use now, even if you've never done any VA support work before in order to, you know, become a really great virtual assistant? Do you even want to become a virtual assistant? You know, I I did all that stuff. So by the time I actually opened the doors to my course, people already knew whether they wanted to be a virtual assistant or not. Those questions had already been answered. So it was less about like education them around that and more about informing them about why my course was the perfect course for them to become a VA. Yeah, that is an amazing example. And I think, and I know one of the things that you guys are known for is just helping you map out that like launch roadmap Mm -hmm. or launch runway. Can you talk a little bit about what that is? And maybe even like, if you're thinking about launching, like what's the ideal timeline? Yeah. So we like to have eight weeks minimum, and that is to be best prepare for a launch, you know, in terms of 
of project management in terms of getting those actual deliverables done. So like your sales pages and all that stuff. But really your launch runway probably starts about 12 or 16 weeks out. And that launch runway in my book is really what I just kind of talked about in terms of really prepping your audience. So either answering their biggest objections or the things that you know are going to be their their objections or helping them through that like step zero that they really need in order to be prepped and ready to say yes to your product or your service. So um, that's kind of the runway. And I think that your the length of your runway should really also depend on how engaged your community already is. So if you're consistently already showing up, if you're already kind of prepping your audience in terms of your social media and everything, your runway may be able to be shorter than somebody who's just starting their email list, just starting their engagement, doesn't really have an engaged community on, you know, any kind of social platforms. You're probably going to need more time to kind of prep and get your audience ready beforehand. Yeah, I think that's really important. And I think a lot of people are like, oh, I'm going to launch this course. And then like two weeks before they're like, okay, I'm going to post about it. And that's definitely not the way to do it. So I think just understanding that timeline is super helpful. Yeah, it's not the way to do it. And, you know, as many people and gurus out there are like, you don't need an email list. You don't need a community. You should just launch it. Like, you know, we're looking at the data of it at the Launch Guild. And we're seeing like when our clients show up consistently, when they have a community already to launch to, they have better launch outcomes and they personally feel better about their launches. So that's, that's kind of the bottom line. Yeah. So you Mm -hmm. mentioned feel better about launches. And I know I talk about like avoiding burnout and stress a lot. And so do you. So if you're in sort of launch mode and you're starting to plan, do you have any tips of how to keep it sort of, it's not going to be stress-free, but like, you know, to keep it a little less stressful. Yeah. And so I think when people hear me say stress-free, they think it means easy. It doesn't mean easy, right? That is a great point. (laughs) Yeah. It's still hard because you're working on a bunch of things and it's something that you care about. But I think like when I am talking about stress, I'm talking about removing that bad stress that could be avoided. And a lot of that has to do with preparation. So giving yourself more time rather than less, realizing that you, you know, you number one, can't do everything that all of the big wig launch gurus out there are doing because most of us don't have crazy huge teams to help support us in our launches, right? A lot of times it's us or just, you know, a launch manager and a VA and the client or something like that. So really looking at where you're at, what other time commitments that you have in your life, because often you can't just shut your whole business down while you're planning your launch, right? So what other time commitments? And then really taking a realistic timeline from there. I know that some of our clients start planning their launches six months out because they know that that's the amount of time that they have to spend to really take the time to write their emails, to write their sales pages, to really be prepped and feel good about it as they're going in. So I think my first tip is look at where you're at and figure out a timeline that really works for you. So that's the first one. And then the second one is to stop what I like to call shooting, shooting on yourself, right? I love that. <laughs> and, and that means like, oh, I know that I should go live every day, or I know that I should do a webinar. And we really like to ask our clients, like, how are you cu- currently showing up, you know, for your audience? And what are you enjoying? And when they tell us what those things are, it's like, okay, let's do that. Let's do that from more 
like let's launch from a place of alignment instead of a place of like, well, this person over here did this and they had great results. So I'm going to try this. Well, yeah, they had great results because they really enjoyed doing that and they showed up and their audience could feel the vibration of them enjoying doing that. If you try to mimic something and you hate doing every single second of it, your audience is going to feel that and they're not going to resonate with it. Okay. Had to pop in just for a minute because I have some awesome news that is launching this September. Introducing the first annual CEO Week Challenge. In this free five-day challenge, you will learn how to create a weekly schedule that allows you to run your business in a way that focuses on creativity and flexibility while scaling and attracting the right clients. We focus on building a community, serving first, and the best part, creating a omnipresent content plan that converts, which means you are repurposing your content on a schedule that works for you. Sounds amazing, right? You don't want to miss it. All you have to do is go to Holly Marie Haynes dot com forward slash CEO week to register. And once you register, you will be added to our private Facebook community with instant access to our new training vault packed with productivity and business strategy tips you can implement right away. And during the challenge week, you will also receive a PDF summary of everything we cover, plus the opportunity to win prizes and bonuses. Do not miss the chance to be part of this awesome inaugural event. You can go to hollymariehaines.com forward slash CEO week. If you are tired of feeling guilty for working 24 seven and not seeing the growth you want, then this challenge is for you. We are going to teach you how to structure your week and schedule in a way that allows you to grow and scale your business, attract the right clients and still have time to spend on yourself. Just go to hollymariehaines.com forward slash CEO week for all the details. I'll see you on the inside. That is a great tip because I can even share some examples of when I, just when I first started, I'm like, oh, well, this person Mm -hmm. did a webinar. Well, I don't have an, I didn't have an audience and doing a webinar was not going to work because let's face it, two people were going to show up. Right. (laughs) I really think, um, really thinking about like where your audience is resonating and what you like to do is, is an amazing tip. And I know, you know, that you guys have launched hundreds of courses and thousands of launches over the last couple of years. Do you have any big like lessons learned? learned if you're new to launching or maybe you've launched a couple of times and are looking to just do it a little bit better? Yeah. So I think number one, if you are new to launching or even if you've done one or two launches before, just know that like the most successful launches normally don't happen overnight. So it's not the first launch or even the second launch. And I'll share once again, um, a really transparent moment from my own launches. I probably started doing my, like my own launches in my, in my company for my courses and, and coaching programs about four, almost five years ago at this point. And my first launch, I think I made maybe like $1,500 on that launch. Well, I just had a launch um, about last month ago and I made $290,000 on that launch. And like that has been, you know, launch after launch after launch, refining the process, getting better every single time. So it's not really what you're doing the first time. It's that you are finding out like what is working, what's resonating with your audience, what's not, what's what's working in your actual course 
course in refining that as well, getting those testimonials and then doing it again instead of saying, oh, that didn't work and then throwing the whole thing out, you know, and then trying something completely new, which leads me to my next point of really tracking your data. If you're constantly reinventing the wheel every single time, it's really hard to figure out and track the data in terms of, oh, when I send this kind of email, I get this engagement. You know, when I send this kind of email, this happens or those sorts of things. So really kind of tracking the data so that you're not starting from scratch each launch, but you're starting from where you left off on that last launch and you can build from there. I think you just gave us like a whole checklist of things to do at the end of a launch. So if you're listening, you need to rewind and you need to write all of that down. Um, One of the things that I think resonated the most was tracking your metrics. Mm -hmm. Um, Can you just give us a, a, like a brain dump of some of the other metrics that you guys track during a launch that might be helpful? Totally. So it's not the sexiest thing to do, right? And like, I'm not a huge number. I like metrics. Do you? Okay. There there we go. There, there is always somebody who's like, I love this, right? Um, So I, we really like to do things that aren't, aren't just based off of revenue. So yes, you're going to track your revenue and see, hopefully see where that came from and how much you made and everything. We also like to track feelings, goals and feelings metrics as well. So how did you feel during each part or each phase of the launch? You know, how did you feel during your launch week? How did you feel with your webinar and everything? Because those are important as well. And then we're tracking things like cost per lead. If you, you know, tend to do Facebook uh, posts or not Facebook posts, but if you tend to do Facebook ads or something like that, we're also tracking things like engagement and open rate on your emails. And so we want to see like, did you have a really major drop off on the number of people that were opening your emails? Did you have a really huge spike in the number of people that were unsubscribing? Maybe it's just a matter of like tweaking a subject line or something, something as easy as that for the next launch. Um, And those are kind of like the big ones that I can think of offhand. There's a ton of metrics that you could track. And I would say that sometimes people get too lost in the data and are tracking like everything. But if you really just start with kind of the big things, that engagement piece and the revenue piece, and then the feelings goals, I think that that's a great place to start. Yeah. And would you agree that a launch is a learning experience, no matter which way it goes? Absolutely. Absolutely. Which is why we don't just track revenue, right? If it was just like, oh, you had a great launch if you made $100,000 and you had a terrible launch if you made $0. No, there's so much in between and there's so much information that you can gather to perfect it for the next time, right? So that's what we're always going for, not just this launch, because we don't launch in just a silo. We launch for the information to to use as a springboard for the next time. I love that. I want to end with one more question, and that is, do you see any like big trends that are happening right now in launches that you know maybe are getting people a little bit further or mm-hmm. just what's happening in the industry now? Yeah, I see that when people, and this is, goes back to just showing up, but I see that when there are multiple touch points for people to have conversation and communicate with you over the launch, that works really, really well. So I mean, what I mean by that is not just doing a webinar and then expecting that people are going to buy straight off the webinar, but maybe you do a webinar and then maybe like a personal invite Q&A for the people who have clicked on the sales page later on in the week, or you know, a bunch of testimonial Facebook lives with people who 
who have gone through your program or one-on-one coached with you in some capacity before or something like that. So really giving people multiple opportunities to see your program from different sides and to hear from you multiple times. Yeah, I think that's a great tip too, because I think people consume things differently, right? So some people really like video testimonials and others really like to see it written out. And then I think some people are nervous to like ask questions live, but if you send an email or like, let me know and I'll help you. So that that's really, really, really helpful. Absolutely. Any other just last minute launch tips if somebody was maybe brand new to launching that might help them? Yeah, I would say just really enjoy the process and remember that it does not need to be super fancy the first or second or even third time out. You're really just trying to connect your course or your message with your ideal person and everything else you can add on to later. But upsells, downsells, all around sales. They don't need to happen until you're much further ahead. I love that you said not super fancy because I think sometimes launching can be intimidating because you look Mm -hmm. at like, you know, like the Jenna Kutcher's of the world and you're like, oh my gosh, they have like 5 million people on their webinar. Like, how is this possible? But you know, you don't, you don't need to have all of them. Exactly. Yeah. I will just share that, you know, I did, I've done a couple launches where I use a Google doc as my sales page. And like, I just typed up, you know, what, what it was, who it was for, what we were going to do, the price point. And I just made it pretty with like my logo on the top and, you know, some, some color coding and everything. And I sold quite a a couple thousands of dollars based (laughs) off of that. So just start where you're at and then build from there. I love that. So before we end every interview, we like to get to know our guests a little bit more. So I have three questions that we always ask. And the first one is, what is your current morning routine? My current morning routine. So I just signed up for a new Spartan race. I used to be an avid Spartan racer and I haven't done a Spartan in five years. So I'm getting back into it and I hired a Spartan coach. So I'm working out in the morning. I didn't even know there was a Spartan coach. Yes. Yes. I hired a sport. I I also um, turned 40 this year. So I'm like, this is my glow up, right? (laughs) I love it. So yeah, I hired a Spartan coach specifically for women over 40 and it's been absolutely amazing. So yeah, yeah, I am working out in the morning is what I'm doing. That is like an amazing niche, by the way, as like a whole nother example. (laughs) Yeah, that's (laughs) awesome. Okay, what's the one resource that has helped you the most in your journey? The one resource, I think community. And I know that that's not like a tangible resource, Yeah, but I've always had a small group and a large group community. The small group is really like just biz besties, kind of, you know, something like that. Um, And right now I have a Facebook messenger group of like seven, women business owners and we're actually getting together for the first time in person in Nashville in a couple of weeks and Ooh. it's so important to have that community so that's my resource I love that and then last one just for fun what's the last thing you purchased on Amazon oh my goodness okay I just <laughs> literally just bought a dock for like all of my Apple products so like oh, my, app, nice. my yeah Apple Watch my AirPods and like my phone yeah <laughs> these are my favorite questions they're so fun. I love that <laughs> yeah well thank you so much Tasha I'd love for you to tell everyone where they can find you what you guys have coming up um, and all the good things yeah absolutely so we are gearing up for more launches as always um, we're booking out I think through like the end of the year and into 2022 so we'd love to have a conversation with anybody yeah. who's thinking about launching uh, you can find us at the launch guild And I also hang out on Instagram all the time at the Launch Guild as well. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to the Crush the Rush podcast. 
If this was helpful to you, I'd love it if you would please leave a review. It is truly what makes this show keep going and keeps the amazing guests possible. Even better, tag me on Instagram stories and let me know what you think. I cannot wait to hear from you.